Welcome to Fantasy Baseball Weekly. Welcome to Fantasy Baseball Weekly, your weekly radio program brought to you on Max Sports Channels and Baseball Talk Radio and soon to be on Armed Forces Radio. And it's designed for you to win your league. That's why we're here. We give you the tips, the tricks, the tools, and everything that we think you need to help you win your league, whether it's a daily league or a weekly league or whatever fantasy baseball league you're in. We try to help you win your league. By way of introduction, my name is Phil Nasons, and I am the fantasy baseball writer at athleticsnation.com. I also write a daily fantasy baseball starting pitcher streamers column at fantasy team advice and a weekly waiver wire and sleepers column at the same site fantasy team advice my guest co-host slash friend fantasy buddy is on the line his name is eric johnson he's from vivaalbertos.com please welcome eric johnson to the show eric what's up man oh not a whole lot uh just uh, moving down the rankings very, very quickly in my points league um, with injuries just crushing my uh, chances of um, ever getting out of this hole this year. You know, the last time that we did the show, and we, I want to apologize last for last week, but uh, I lost my sound card on Thursday. It's because Eric was coming on the show. You see, the only <laughs> time that I ever have problems is, is with Eric. It, 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 only, I'm only kidding. We never, We always have something come up on us. It seems like, yeah. Yeah, but it's all good in the hood, whether it's kids or fan, internet destroyed or sound <laughs> cards go bust. But mm. it, it's exactly. T- it's, tennis student brawls. Yeah, yeah. tennis student brawls. <laughs> you know, we have it all here. There's no doubt about that. But we're happy to be here this week, and we will continue to attempt it at least to be here every week. Uh, but anyhow, we get a lot of questions about fantasy baseball strategy. And what I thought we would do tonight, Eric, is talk a little bit about daily fantasy leagues, the cash leagues, the ones that people want to attempt to play to win some cash. Now, do you play them currently? I know you used to. Do you still play them? or I don't have a league this year. Um, I, I played in two daily fantasy leagues last year. It just this year with three young kids and um, a lot of full-time projects on my plate, I just didn't – I knew I wasn't going to have time. And the two leagues that I played in last year had an overabundance of people in them and were kind of looking to weed a few people out. So I just bowed out. with, But I could keep my option to, to uh, buy back in next year. Uh, I just knew I wasn't going to have enough time to commit to it this season, unfortunately. Well, I don't play in a, in a regular league. I play the daily games, and I play over at FanDuel and at Draft Street. I play like one game on each side a day, and I enjoy it. Um, I'm having a lot more fun than I am in my regular leagues. I was good two weeks ago, and now I'm like in fifth place, fourth place. Ugh. But the fantasy daily leagues are a lot of fun. We um, have special deals here. Um, if you want to click the link to go over to Draft Street, they will give you a bonus for whatever you sign up for when you pay to play games. We also give you a free weekly roll every Friday. 
And we also have a deal with FanDuel also. So we'll have links for that in the show notes. But I play, like I said, every day. Um, what do you think? What's the most important thing that you think a fantasy daily player needs to know? Well, the one thing I would say is that I think in a lot of articles, uh, if you look at a daily fantasy advice, one thing that comes up a lot is what certain guys have done against certain, say, pitchers or hitters in in their appearances against those players. So say you have you know, Albert Pujols. What has Albert Pujols done against this guy's starting pitcher? Okay, well, Pujols is always going to be a fairly expensive play for you. Right, but if he's just mashed against a certain pitcher, it seems like it might be a smart idea to pick up a guy like that because he has, you know, four hits in in the last eight at bats with three home runs against you know whoever the the starting pitcher is. Uh, one thing I would say is that's a good way to waste a whole heck of a lot of money uh, on your daily fantasy leagues. Uh, on the pitcher side of things, it's better to just pick. Pitchers with good stuff facing offensive lineups that are absolutely terrible and not necessarily look at splits. Um, the other thing is, is, you know, with hitters, doesn't necessarily do you a whole lot of good if the sample size is under 30 plate appearances to be looking at what a guy's done against somebody last time. I mean, if he's four for seven against him lifetime, that really doesn't mean a whole lot. You know, he might have gone four for five in one game. 0 for 2 against him pinch hitting in two other games. You really don't have any idea at that point how that guy's going to perform against that particular pitcher. Yeah, I agree with you. You know, one of the things that I, I try to uh, instill in people is to learn the scoring, too, and understand what it's all about. Like at FanDuel, you want to put together a team that's going or a roster that's going to score at least 35 points or you're not going to cash. You're going to be donating a lot of money. At Draft Street, it's like 60 to 70 points because Draft Street has multiple pitchers. And what Eric said is absolutely true about the pitchers. Look for those matchups. The high strikeouts is another one you want to look at. But uh, good pitchers with good strikeout ratios, K to walk ratios against teams that don't hit very well are usually a winner. You want to score at least 10 points for every pitcher that you choose. So choose wisely and understand the scoring, you know, because the different sites score things differently. And I think people get into a little bit of trouble with that. The other thing that uh, we want to talk about tonight is understanding value. You know, you mentioned an Albert Pujols who can be pricey. You know, you're talking about doing these things that are daily salary cap games. They also have pickums, and we can talk about that maybe, but salary cap. At FanDuel, I think you get 35000 and at Draft Street, you get 100000 But the, the big price, the big ticket options, obviously, are the pitchers. And then you want to understand their value. You know, a Tanaka is going to go for 29000 all right? Maybe you can pick up a Kluber for nine or ten or 12000 and get just about the same amount of strikeouts. You might not get the win, but you have to understand those values. And with a Pujols, you can do a lot better than him, usually, unless, like Eric says, you're just mashing, right? Well, yeah, and the other thing to look at with your pitchers is, of course, I've always had good luck with um, guys just coming up to make a start. 
Um, you rarely see a guy come up from the minor leagues who's been like a successful minor league pitcher. You rarely see him come up and just get crushed by whoever he's pitching against. And generally those guys are going to be really cheap. You know, so like one of the plays for today would be the, the Marlins just are bringing up their one of their top pitching prospects, Andrew Heaney. And on draft street, I think he's about 12600 in terms of you have a $100,000 salary cap. And then in, uh, let's see, let's look at, oh, Vandal, I think he's like 5000 Okay, well, 5000 is pretty cheap for a starting pitcher. When you look at some what else some of these other guys are worth. So if you could save money and you know you're going to get a quality start, um, a couple other guys I would bring up. Tyler Lyons came up for the Cardinals this year. He came up. He's not a great pitcher. Uh, he's probably a number four or number five starter on a lot of clubs, but not a guy you would pick up. But when he comes up from the minors, there's no scouting on him. The hitters don't know him. They've never seen him before. So he could get through that lineup two to three times, get through six innings, strike out five or six guys, and give you a lot of points then for not a whole lot of, of your salary cap, which allows you to go spend a little bit more money on some of the more premium hitters. Um, because <clears throat> you could get a cheap pitcher and then spend more on hitters, and that's a, a better way to go a lot of times than really bumping up a lot of money on your pitching and then not having it, and then basically having to pick, you know, almost replacement level players as your offensive players. That's a good point, too. Very good point. Look for those rookie things. The biggest thing is do your homework. You have to spend some time with it. One thing that uh, I try to do is uh, I look at the matchups, but I'm also looking. I, I This is how I do it. I usually set my pitchers first. I usually will take a value on a catcher because catchers, unless you have a Molina or a Jonathan LaCroix or at the beginning of the season, anyway, Devin Masarocco, they all are about the same. You know, they'll, they'll get a bomb here and there. You know, we don't look for a lot of offense there from them. Second base, I don't look for a lot. But the other positions I do, so I try to look for value at the catcher spot. I look for value at the second base spot. And, and the thing is, and this is what you have to understand about how daily fantasy games work, is they take the day before results and uh, assess the uh, salary for the next day. So you might get a guy, you have to look hard sometimes. You, have to, you can't give up. Like I got David Wright the other day for four thousand one hundred bucks, and normally he would be like a six or sixty five hundred guy. So uh, you have to look, you know, look at what these guys have done. If if a guy's a career three hundred hitter and he's had a, a few nights where he hasn't hit well, that doesn't necessarily mean he's not valuable and has value. He's going to come out of it at some point, and you have to do that. The, but the thing is with these daily games, Eric, is uh, there's so many people playing in them that you have to take gambles because a lot of guys take the higher value dudes where everybody has. And if you want to win, you got to score with the value picks, right? Yeah, I mean, the, the gambling is the hard part. And what I would say is you know, there's a lot of good sites out there that will give you fantasy, daily fantasy, you know, um, articles and give you lineups and looking at what their average score is on each one and so on. You got to remember though, everyone else is looking at those sites too. So they're bidding those guys up before maybe you can even get in there and tag them. 
So it's one of those things where, you know, fantasyteamadvice.com, uh, the the msmfoxsports.com group does a really good job of this too, uh, giving you ideas on players. Uh, one thing I like to look at is kind of a plus minus. So look at what a guy's career statistics are or say their last three months, right? And then go back and look at their last two weeks. Because as you were saying, if they struggle for two weeks, if they're a really up and down or streaky player, like a Colby Rasmus might be, would be a good example. He might stink for three weeks, but then all of a sudden you'll see like two or three games where he hits some just line drives. So I look at pitch effects a lot. I look at a lot of those um, uh, Brooks baseball site and those type of things when looking at players. So you see a guy who's sending a lot of line drives, but they're getting caught. That's a guy who might be about to break out, especially if he's a streaky player. Um, John Jay for the Cardinals is another streaky player like that. Um, trying to think of a few others that are just uh, Jose Reyes, another one, just notoriously streaky. I mean, he can go a couple weeks and just kind of struggle, hit a lot of ground balls, and then all of a sudden, you know, he's slapping balls into the gap and it's doubles and triples and getting a lot of stolen bases and getting on base a lot and scoring a lot of runs. So those are the type of thing I like to look and see kind of who's been struggling a little bit, who's kind of due to break out. And generally what you'll find is you'll get those guys a little bit cheaper because no one's been playing them because they've been so bad. That's good advice. I look for stolen bases too. And, and websites to look at, let's not forget rotowire.com, the official stats provider for both the Phil Nason show and Fantasy Baseball Weekly. Can't forget to plug my boys over there. <laughs> I mean, they take good care of us here, and we try to do the same for that. Brooks Baseball's good. Um, you mentioned Fantasy Team Advice. That's a pretty good site, too. Uh, let me see. Fangraphs is very good. You want to look at, like, batted balls in play, the BABIP, if you want to call it that, and you want to look at <laughs> ISO, ISO power. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know, you've turned me into a little bit more of a sabermetrician there, <laughs> Mr. Johnson. Yeah, working on it. We're working on it. At least I got the lingo down now. <laughs> you're, yeah, you're getting there. Um, you're, you're further along now than when we first met, Phil, for sure. Yes, of course. Yeah, but then, but you know, the thing is, is that it's become helpful. I, it really has. I, I always went with, you know, I had my gut. I would look at some things, but not the, uh, not as closely at the stats, those special stats. But now I do. And I suggest that you do the same out there. I've been yeah, converted. I mean, you got to look to. I mean, look at what how your league is scored. Because uh, if it's a if it's a situation where you're in a daily fantasy deal and it's scored a certain way, if it's points league type statistics, then looking at sites like Fangraphs does you a, a lot of good because, like with hitters, weighted on base average and 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 weighted runs created WOBA WRC plus. Those stats do a really good job of telling you who's going to be higher point scorers because they do they kind of do some linear weighting as far as what is worth what. No different than how your fantasy league is scoring different uh, outcomes: singles, doubles, triples, home runs. The only thing those aren't measuring is stats, is counting stats like runs and RBIs. So that's where you gotta kind of do a little bit of your own homework. Um, one thing I see a lot of, and just especially when there's not as many games, like tonight, there's not a whole lot of games tonight. It's a Thursday night. 
but is stacking. Um, and I'll just touch on this a little bit, but stacking is both can be both really lucrative and also inherently dangerous <laughs> because you catch a pitcher on a good night and you stacked basically that whole team because there's only, you know, maybe six teams or eight teams playing. And on this night, there's only four games. Well, now you've stacked against a guy and he goes out and throws a, you know, he scatters six hits over seven innings and strikes out eight. Well, now you basically punted your entire offensive output for the day. So you got to watch that, especially with the high strikeout guys. You know, I saw one fantasy site today that had a stack of Blue Jays on it. And um, it, just like, oh, you should really stack these guys up. You can save some money on on Heaney tonight pitching for the Marlins. And then you can stack up, you know, these this set of Blue Jays. And it's like, well, yeah, except, you know, when the, that set of Blue Jays goes out and throws up a goose egg for seven innings, uh, you're basically punting your whole entire fantasy I guess one pitcher. So just be careful of that. I mean, obviously if they're pitching against a replacement level guy, you know, that just stunk or they've really, you know, lit him up the last two or three times they've seen him, then maybe that's a smart play. Um, I've never had a lot of luck with it. How about you? None really. I know they do that over a fantasy team. If I see a guy writes a daily stack And, and I watch them, I'm not being critical of them, but I don't see how much success they have. I, I don't have that much. Now, I will take maybe one hitter or two hitters from a team, and, and I never take a team, I never put a pitcher in that's playing against my offensive players because you're just killing yourself in the end. So you have to be careful with that, too. The other thing that uh, a lot of people don't do, Eric, and they should do, because you will get punished for this, is check the weather. There's a website called BaseballData.com, and they will tell you exactly what's happening. The other day, I had a whip of a team, man. I, I said, this is a $1,000 team. And I fell asleep, and you know what time I do my show. <laughs> yeah. Anyhow, I set my alarm for like 1.30 a.m. so I could double-check everything before I submit for the 7.05 games. And my alarm didn't ring. And uh, I actually woke up like at 2 o'clock, an hour and a half before my show, and I missed out and I lost like four players because their games were postponed. Mm. So you want to check that. The best thing to do for that would be to set your lineups one hour prior to the start of your fantasy daily game. Don't You can enter those leagues because you want to enter them early because some of them are very highly valuable and very low entries. Like You can win 350 bucks for a buck. But And you have to join early, but make sure you check those lineups an hour before because sometimes things can go wrong. Rotowire.com, Eric, has a page there where they uh, have all the rosters for every day, all the lineups. And they set it sometimes as soon as four to six hours prior to the start of the game. So that's something you want to keep an eye on. But, yeah, check that weather, folks, because I was like, shoot. I got I had I had 40 points Eric and my pitchers alone. Oh. Yeah, it's it's not a set it and forget it type of thing. Um oh, that's no. a, that's something that I um I encourage actually even a lot of daily transaction leagues, um season long daily transaction leagues. I encourage people a lot of times to set it and forget it cuz all you know, they're overthinking it all the time. Um but with this, you know, it's day to day. 
So you can't just set it, you know, four or five hours before and then forget about it. Because like you said, if, if you have a rainout and you have two or three players in that game, if you have any pitchers in that game, you're really screwed. And the, the worst part, you know, and of course, Mother Nature, you know, it could be a real pain. But if you have a starting pitcher, goes through th- goes three innings, he's pitching well, rain out, and all of a sudden, you know, he's out of the game because it was a 45-minute to an hour rain delay. They're not going to run him back out there after that. So uh, I know plenty of Michael Walker owners this year that have probably been screwed just basically on that alone because the man, the guy, every time the guy goes to the mound, it seems to rain. Yeah, I stay away from Waka for that reason. <laughs> His rain dance, basically. Yeah, it's like us and the internet, man. <laughs> it just like never fails. Yeah, but but that's weather. all good stuff. I'll, I'll tell you what, though. But the main thing is, and the other thing I want to bring up, we we have about four minutes. Make sure that you spend money that you can actually afford to lose. Because, quite frankly, you're playing against, well, you don't know who you're playing against. That's the whole thing. And it can get dicey. You can lose some cash. The best yeah, thing is start out small. You know, I started with a bank. I put in 20 bucks, okay, in each one of these things. And I still have the original 20 and one more. But, uh, that's all I was prepared to lose. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a good article in the Wall Street Journal. If you go on to the Wall Street Journal, it's about a guy who plays daily fantasy basketball, and just he's made money in baseball too, but he's just he's made a mint in daily fantasy basketball. But he's a student, so he's got a lot of free time in the mornings and kind of the middle of the afternoon to do a lot of research. And, I mean, he's got databases upon databases upon databases of of information that he's pulling. I mean, he's a professional gambler. That's that's who you're up against at the top echelon of these type of leagues. So just, you know, you can definitely win no different than taking the house in blackjack every once in a while. Uh, But just be prepared, you know, that you're up against the people who may have, you know, a lot better data than you. What I will tell you is is that even the guys with the data – tend to overthink things a lot. So they're going to win in the long run because they're going to play every single day and they're going to play enough odds that they're going to win. But um, but on a daily basis, you might be able to pick up a better lineup than then just because you've studied it. That's exactly right. You're dealing with pros. You're dealing with guys who sit around all day smoking weed and, and listening to 20 different podcasts, and they do this for a living. You know. And the other thing, too, and I'm not saying these guys do, but you're also in games with fantasy writers who write who do this for a living. And they have a pretty good idea too. But that shouldn't sway you from attempting to do it. Like I said, you can hook up through this show with FanDuel and Draft Street. I will give you links. If you want to go to Draft Street, just enter the promo code Philly Flash. That's P-H-I-L-L-Y-F-L-A-S-H. And they will give you they will match what you've put in up to two hundred bucks. So that's not a bad gig from uh, Draft Street. FanDuel won't do that, but Draft Street does. And the key is is to make sure you have fun with it. You know, don't don't turn this into a a, a job that you aren't prepared for because it can be daunting too. There are times when you look and you go, man, you see on the right side of their web pages all these people who are winning a hundred thousand a month. <laughs> Those guys are the pros. There's no question about that. I'll tell you what, 
This has been a great time, Eric. Thanks so much for being on the show with me. You bet. Phil. We'll see you next week. Yes, you will. That was Eric Johnson. You can catch him over at VivaAlbertos.com. That's the number one St. Louis Cardinals site. There's a lot of information over there that you can use to help you in these daily games. They come up with a lineup every day. They do previews of the series before every series. They have a great prospect section, minor league section. If you're in dynasty leagues, and you can pick up a lot of information over at VivaAlbertos.com. And that's going to close this week's edition of Fantasy Baseball Weekly. Again, head on over to FantasyTeamAdvice.com. Check out my daily stuff and my weekly stuff. And at AthleticsNation.com, check out that weekly one that comes up every Saturday. Head on over to the Facebook page and hit us up. The link is there. Show us some love. Until next week, good luck with your leagues. Do you know your fantasy sports? Would you like to make money at it? DraftStreet.com and The Phil Mason Show would like to help you get started making money playing fantasy sports today. And we'll even give you the chance to get started making money today for free. On me. That's right. All you have to do is head on over to PhilMasons.com or visit the show notes for this show. Click the Draft Street image at the top of the page and start making money playing fantasy sports at DraftStreet.com today. Been dreaming of that Greek vacation? Well, if you have, then you might want to check out the folks at the Oridi Grand Hotel located in beautiful Corfu, Greece. Come experience world-class cuisine as well as the hospitality that Greece is legendary for at the Aridi Grand Hotel. You can find them at aridihotel.com or email them at reservations at aridihotel.com. If you like baseball, you should be checking out baseballpodcasts.net. It's one of the best places you can go on the internet to listen to independent baseball talk shows. 24 hours a day, 7 days a week on our radio player that can be heard around the world. So won't you tune in and give us a listen at BaseballPodcast.net. You can also listen to the great Phil Nason show here. See you there at BaseballPodcast.net. Hi, this is Gary Mack of Mets Musings, and I hope you'll join me each and every week as I recap all of the comings and goings on in New York Mets baseball. I'll have guests on from all across Mets Nation giving their insights and analysis on the New York Mets. And you can follow me on Twitter at Mets Musings 1, as well as on Facebook. Group name is Mets Musings. So tune in weekly to the Mets Musings, available at MetsMusings.com, Stitcher.com, iTunes.com, iHeartRadio, and of course, BaseballTalkRadio.com, the home of great baseball talk shows. Stitcher Smart Radio is an award-winning, free mobile application that lets you listen to your favorite shows and discover the best of news, entertainment, and sports on demand. Now you don't even need a Wi-Fi or a cell connection to listen to shows like The Phil Nason Show. Never miss another show. It's real simple. Just go to Stitcher.com 
and download the free app today. And never miss another Phil Nason show. Brewtown Sports is your source for Brewers news and notes. Join Mr. Brewtown as he keeps you up to date on all the happenings of your Milwaukee Brewers and Major League Baseball. Follow the show on Facebook and Twitter, Brewtown Sports. Listen 24-7 at brewtownsports.podomatic.com. Do you know your fantasy sports? Would you like to make money at it? DraftStreet.com and the Phil Nason Show would like to help you get started making money playing fantasy sports today. And we'll even give you the chance to get started making money today for free. On me. That's right. All you have to do is head on over to philnasons.com or visit the show notes for this show. Click the Draft Street image at the top of the page and start making money playing fantasy sports at draftstreet.com today. Hi, this is Phil Nasons from This Week in Tennis and the Phil Nason Show. Max Sports Channels offers the best in sports talk radio as well as great music 24 hours a day. It's my daily destination, and I hope it's yours. The sports talk begins each and every day at 3 p.m. and ends around 9 p.m. Special programming on the weekends. And in between all that, the hottest music on the internet. That's Max Sports Channels. Make it your daily destination. 